Hello, Kevin. Awesome. You guys are nerds. Damn right. Oh, Kevin, you're so witty. I would stab someone in the face. Oh, that's gross. I'm cutting this, by the way. Bad Velocity, episode 111, recorded on December 30th, 2011. Gingericide. Hello, everyone. Welcome in. One, two, Bad Philosophy, episode 111. We are upsetting the balance of reality one rabbit trail at a time and one last time in the year of 2011. I'm here joined by uh, some of my closest friends, some of uh, some folks you will recognize from the uh, the entire history of Bad Philosophy. I'm so glad to have everybody here on the show. Don't even know where to start. Um, I guess I'll start with the people who are here with me physically. <laughs> um, to my left, uh, Simon Ponder is actually here uh, staying for a couple of days here uh, for New Year's. So Simon, welcome to, uh, to Bad Philosophy. Hello. I think that this, is this the first time we've had you on two episodes consecutively? I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. Don't <laughs> the kind of people who keep track of that thing. No, I guess not. <laughs> it's not I like mean, we have a had a Wikipedia article or anything that we could have uh, used for that sort of thing. <clears throat> I'm looking at you, Wikipedia moderators. And then to my right, we've got JC Hood, also in town with Simon here for the uh, for the couple of days. JC, welcome back to Bad Philosophy. Hello. When was the last time we had you on? Uh, the YouTube. One. Right, not too long ago, actually. Well, that's the only one I was officially invited to. Oh, there was one that I kind of skyped in for a little while at a Starbucks. That's right. That was a while back. <laughs> that was though. a really long time. That was ago. An ancient history. Um, also on Bad Philosophy, we've got coming back from. Uh, I guess this is like your fourth or fifth time on the show, actually. So it's, it actually hasn't. It's not too rare, but we've got Dr. Mark Webb from Texas Tech. Woohoo! That's yeah. me. Yay. Say hello. Um, so congratulations for making it through yet another semester, Dr. Webb. Survived. How did you, uh, how did you reward yourself in the off-season? Uh, by staying home, by not traveling for a change. Mm, nice. Have you done yeah. that like in previous years? You just go somewhere? Yeah. Mm. And it's been uh, productive or unproductive or just a bunch of... Mostly chill. unproductive. I, I, I got a, uh, a new uh, computer game from one of my favorite companies. What and is I've that? Been, well, the company is Spiderweb Software, and it's uh, it's uh, RPG kind of stuff, mm. uh, very old school, and I love it. And I can waste nine hours a day on it easy. What is the What is the name of the game? Um, let's see, um, Avernum Escape from the Pit. <laughs> that I, sounds really fun. <laughs> cool. Man, Spiderweb Software to all you fan geeks out there. A vernimous. They've even got the uh, the real nice. Um, I almost want to say Lord of the Ringsy, but more World of Warcrafty type font for the uh, very 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 uh, fantasy style font on their, their oh, yeah. logo. That's oh, oh. wow, cool. Well, man, who knows a little bit about uh, about fantasy? Uh, we've also got on the show Kevin Saunders. Welcome back, Kevin. Hi there. We would have you in person, but you're still on this this extended vacation up to Grapevine, eh? Yeah, it's been all of two weeks I've been up here. Well, but then you had the cruise before that, then you had another... Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I had I had the cruise starting on the 10th, so... How was the cruise, is, by the way? Uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean... It, I, I think the, I heard a question I mean, mark. Yeah. It was as good as a cruise could be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty fond of that method of vacation, so... Okay. You, you <laughs> and my grandparents. Um, Have you ever been on a cruise, Simon? They're pretty fantastic. No. Uh, no? You, you basically, you get three of the best meals a day that you ever want. Wow. Um, all the food I is like included. The you you get, I mean, it's basically like eating uh, Thanksgiving dinner five nights in a row. Oh, and God. I would be dead. Like, that's oh. the quality, the quantity of food. The quality is, is fantastic. Oh, um, you can sit out by the pool and, you know, read a book all day or do basically whatever you want. There's various entertainments around. Um, you go down to the beach and do excursions because you hit ports occasionally and, you know, go hang out there. It's like the most relaxing thing in the world. <laughs> that that sounds good. absolutely divine. It is. Uh, um, well, I love going on cruises. Well, we're all jealous of you, Kevin. Um, As you should be. <laughs> I'm not. I hate water. Really? <laughs> yeah. 
So, so the idea of spending five or six days on a terrifying in the of water, actually terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could have cruises on land. Just put a boat on land. I'd yeah, they're called hotels. <laughs> <laughs> Well, do you really notice that you're on a boat, Kevin? Like, do, um, do you kind of forget normally about Normally, you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, you barely notice at all. I mean, the things are huge. They have big old stabilizers. We actually had a bit of turbulence the first day and a half or so, like to the point where it was pretty constant. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just choppy seas. Not much they can do about it. But after that, it settled down. And again, most of the time, you barely notice it. Huh. Well, that's pretty cool. So it pretty much is just like a hotel that moves around. Yes. It's cool. like a hotel that goes to cool places and gives you tons and tons of food all the time. <laughs> I love I mean, it. <laughs> most of them have like a 24-hour pizza place um, or a 24-hour buffet in addition to the like five-star quality restaurant that serves three meals a day that you also can go to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're, you're having Hobbit number of meals on the thing. Oh, God. You're like, well, it's an hour before dinner. I guess mm-hmm. I'll go get a couple pieces of pizza. Time for, time for well, let's see, what is it? Uh, breakfast, second breakfast. Uh, Elevensies. Elevensies. Yeah. Afternoon tea. Afternoon tea, yeah. Oh, they do have an actual officialized um, afternoon tea on a lot of cruises as well, about 3 o'clock, also in the five-star restaurant, where they do finger foods and hot tea and oh. things of lot, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Cool. You're well, cute. Um, <laughs> so when was the last time you went on a cruise, Dr. Webb? I have never been on one. Oh! I'm afraid I would just kill myself with the food. <laughs> it, it's very possible. It would well, be delicious. We, we would be sorely... <laughs> we would be really, really sad if that happens. Because uh, oh, you are oh. one of the coolest individuals that we collectively know. Um, oh, so sweet. <laughs> well, we and we have you on the show for a, uh, a particular purpose. Actually, we have you all here for a particular purpose. It is our mission, should we choose to accept it, to predict the future, ladies and gentlemen. Now, uh, normally, if you, if you listen to <laughs> Bad Philosophy at all in the past, then uh, you know that normally on these uh, year-end or year-begin shows, we, uh, we pull predictions that we made in the past, uh, a year ago, and see how they turned out. Um, now I've been very lax in my duties. It's been incredibly busy at the store, and uh, I'm also just kind of lazy. Um, and I have not pulled those audio clips for this particular year. However, um, from what I was listening to on last year's episode, we did a lot of them and kind of scatter shot. So it might not have been a pretty, a, a very productive exercise anyway. However, we will do those as a blog post. Uh, we will see what we predicted for 2011 and see if that came true. Uh, but this episode, we are just going to focus on the future and predicting what will befall the human race and maybe us individually in the year of 2012. Um, Can Kevin, we first and foremost put a ban on any apocalyptic talk because I think it's just cliche and overdone <laughs> particularly for 2012 I second that motion yes <laughs> that is fully alright with me Simon are, are you in on uh, that? the motion carries okay <laughs> well there goes my reign of toads prediction no <laughs> but see that's not into the world that's, that's, that's just, just toads ending. that's just fun was the, was the hypnotoad going to uh, to come and rule over us all? Oh, absolutely! I'll <laughs> hail the hypnotoad. I'll hail him. I'll yes. Hail the oh, JC, you're you're going to frog hell. What? <laughs> you're going to you're... Oh. There will be toad stools all over. In, in, in 2012, there will no longer be gingers. Mm. That's a horrible prediction, Simon. I can't even believe you said that. So is someone going to kill them all off between now and then? Also, no, they'll just suddenly turn brunette. Says the guy with a bottle cap on his forehead, stuck to his forehead currently. How'd you know? <laughs> yeah, way too much fun over there. Um, well, I so I guess I have I have one small prediction. And, well, and I should let, let's take a step back for it. So. Somebody sent me a link the other day to this uh, this kind of prediction engine where people were um, socially ranking their uh, predictions for the next, actually, 100, 150 years. And it was things like when we're going to cure cancer, uh, when interaction with uh, devices using purely voice is going to become commonplace, when automated cars and card systems become commonplace, things like this. And I, had, I just looked at it. It looked very... I mean, while, while the social aspect of it was kind of cool, you could... 
instantaneously, and I did this on a few, rate whether a given prediction uh, should be two years earlier in the future or five year or two years later, um, and then it was logarithmic, so it would be like five earlier or five later. Um, I, I just got a feeling it's pretty arbitrary. I mean, we we have the, this kind of collective consciousness about what we expect, but very, very little of it turns out to be true. I mean, am I, am I onto something here? Yeah. Like, so I, I while well, something like that is cool, I don't know how useful it is. <laughs> well, it's one of those where our predictions of the past are so mu- or the future are so much based on what we're experiencing now. We're not really good at guessing what is happening ahead of time. We're pretty good at looking around us. Well, I say we're we're okay at looking around us and see. Well, sometimes we look around us and say what happens when we get close to the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's our perceptions there that really dictate what happens in the future. I mean, you look back in, in you know, classic sci-fi of, say, the 50s, you know, even pre-Asimov, like the real pulpy stuff. It was all this idea that we were going to have flying cars. I mean, everything kind of summed up there. Mm. Um, and there was maybe this massive energy revolution in that we would, you know, nuclear energy or dark matter or whatever would would fuel technological innovations. And we really didn't have that at all. Um, but at the time, you know, we were in an oil boom cycle, you know, we had all this limitless energy. So seeing that going on beyond made sense. You know, we were in a situation where lots and lots and lots of people were making lots of money on oil, for yeah. example. And well, we had, we had, um, you know, farther going back to like the forties, uh, fifties, you know, post-war we had, um, you know, predictions that by the end of the century... I guess you were talking about this sort of era, right? Asimov was, was what? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, uh, Asimov was 50s, 60s. Okay. But even I mean, Asimov, that, Heinlein, you're sort of hitting the golden age of sci-fi. Yeah. Um, which is a little bit later than that. Who is it? Did, what was... Were you referring to the io9 article that had some predictions recently? I saw one on Mashable that I'm trying to find again. That yeah. Came out today. And it talked about, you know, different... Different things that they're predicting are going to be emerging technology that are emerging now that are going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I down the road, it, but I can't here's, find it. So here's take take a prediction that um, I saw back in probably 2000, 1999. Um, e ink was just coming out as a concept, mm-hmm. and the prediction at the time was that by two thousand five, uh, e ink devices would be commonplace. Like we just we just have them everywhere, and then by by twenty ten. You would actually, when you signed up for a subscription to a newspaper or to a magazine, for instance, you would just get the e-ink device for free. Now, here it is, almost 2012. The Kindle is just now starting to hit saturation. It's just now getting to the point where it's under $100. Yeah. And, and I don't really, think this might be the year that that happens. So it's about, that, I mean, that prediction was about 10 years off. I mean, it, it, was, it was predicting a much, it, it, it missed things like the, the economic crash that we experienced on September 11th. Um, it missed things like the 2008 economic slowdown. I mean, I think we, we have to build into predictions this kind of inevitability of delays in the economy because advancing technologies are, are going to hit those, those roadblocks if there's not the money to, to fund them and advance them. Now, granted, at the same time, they had no idea that something like the iPad would <laughs> be even more, would be commonplace as well. Oh, Simon found his link. Yes, so. I found it. So the mm-hmm. first one is uh, networking via LED. What? So instead of using Wi-Fi signals, it'll use LED light to transfer data. How is that better? That, I mean, yeah. that's like that's like infrared, but a little bit more advanced. I mean, the problem that, or the reason we moved away from infrared was its line of sight. Like you put a wall in between. But this will be for things like you know, it shows it in an airplane. So it'll be something where the signal is, you know... The Specific environments. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think well, it'll be appropriate for that. Uh, still, but then you can you can F with the guy in front of you by just, like, holding up your hand in yes. front, of the, <laughs> front of the transmitter beam. Terminator <laughs> contact lenses. movie's not playing on my seat in front of me. Oh, sir, that's the man behind you. He's, he's just messing with you. <laughs> okay, the, the second one is... Can we stop uh, giving him the little, like, oh. one, one-off Jack Daniels things? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, Terminator contact lens. Ooh. Which is kind of interesting. Um, is this actually a thing that people are developing? Yeah. 
Wow. Working on what is that? A, he- a heads-up display kind of thing on a contact lens? Is yes. Wow. I would love to see Which this. I could see using for augmented reality. So if you're traveling in a foreign country, now you can wave your phone over you know, words written in Spanish and it'll mm-hmm. translate it to English. I could see that being completely useful for a tourist. Yeah. Just stick on contacts. I don't know if it's going to be that good. Right now, I mean, all they've done is they've put a little LED light in it, so I don't know. Well, I think I, I think that kind of technology is exactly where uh, all smartphone and, and smart device and computing stuff is going. I mean, we, we've got to make it smaller and, and wearable. Um, wearable computing has been kind of one of those those pie in the sky things for a long time, right? You know, the computer that you you kind of wear on you or it's integrated into your body. My prediction is that we're going to kind of do a, an intermediate step before that kind of thing. Before you put it in your eye, it's going to be in your glasses. Mm-hmm. So, like, these glasses... Sense. Yeah, I was thinking Game & Watch, but your makes sense, too. Yeah. yeah well, but like they, they, you, they, have they, it, you have the device integrated into... And they'll be bulky in, uh, initially, you know, because you've yeah. got to have a battery and circuitry in there. But it's going to be amazing. So you have a heads-up mm-hmm. display in your glasses. Then, eventually, as people get more comfortable with it, you have a contact lens that does exactly the same thing. Maybe it transmits over Wi-Fi to a little transmitter you wear on your watch or Bluetooth, Bluetooth, something like that. Well, something much better than Bluetooth (laughs) because the same idea, though. Bluetooth sucks. Uh, It still sucks. (laughs) Their their third prediction is we're going to build better batteries. Yeah. That's not that exciting. So we'll put links to the rest of these. I mean, I'm I'm certainly interested in what what kind of these other prediction engines have have gotten going, but um, like Dr. Webb, so you've, you've seen... A lot more years than any of us, um, and that's something to be proud of. <laughs> very nicely put, very diplomatically put. Um, yeah. <laughs> what what have so what were some things that like say say go back um, to you know twenty years or so, and what were the kind of predictions that that uh, you were making, you and your friends were making for for the new millennium or you know the a few decade a decade into it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we mostly weren't. Because um, <laughs> you thought the world was going to be destroyed by the, the Russians, well, right? <laughs> thinking too much, I think. That was the main thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I gotcha. I'm tapping my nose. People, I gotcha. <laughs> I think people were expecting uh, there would be global political solutions to international problems. Mm. That we would start. The United Nations would start getting some teeth, and the uh, World Court would start getting some teeth, and. Uh, that has not happened, and looks like it won't in the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree. And maybe maybe we're starting too broad. Um, what what we're hoping for universal health care too, and, and <laughs> I guess we, we got something, but yeah, not, but not not the universal health care in the United States that we want. No, there's too too much too much obstructionism, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. So things go slower here than they do in the rest of the world. But that's a topic for another episode. So, what, yeah. what were some uh, schedule? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, well, we didn't have your perspective from last year, so I guess we'll get some of the. If you can remember, Doctor Webb, what were some things that you predicted for the uh, the great year of twenty eleven? Hmm. <laughs> if you made any, <laughs> uh, I, I I don't remember making any. Um, mm. Are you kind of are you beyond that at this point? Well. I, I, I'm sort of riding the wave, you know. I'm just trying you know, to get through to tomorrow and uh, not crash and burn. And mm. so I don't think very far ahead. Aren't we all? Yeah. Um, I mean, JC, you also were were not on the last year's episode. Did you have any any predictions for the year? I didn't really do predictions. I didn't do any resolutions. But oh, well, let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, um, oh. <laughs> I think Kevin might have an interesting uh, result, <laughs> which he normally doesn't. Um, so, so JC, what were some of your uh, your resolutions for, for uh, 2011? Well, my big one was actually dealing with my health. Okay. And uh, my goal was I wanted to lose some weight. I wanted to weigh 165 pounds, and I wanted to start eat more, eating more healthy and exercising. Mm. And this is one that I actually have accomplished. Nice. So I now weigh 164 pounds. I know, a woman uh, admitted my weight. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I, I, I lost the weight. Embracing I. Um, you haven't told us your height. So. I am five foot eight and a half. Mm. Four three. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So um, I have, I've completely oh. changed my diet. I used to be, like, I used to eat out almost every single meal. And mm. now I cook. I cook everything. I mean, I in the last two months, I've, eat, I've eaten out, like, 
I guess today would be time number five. <laughs> and, well, we're about to have time number six here after yeah. the episode. So. <laughs> and um, I started exercising. I actually ran in a race on Thanksgiving morning with my siblings. And um, on New Year's Eve, not New Year's Eve, tomorrow's New Year's Eve. Um, on Christmas Eve, I ran five miles uh, without stopping in like 53 minutes, something like that. High five. That's yeah. Nice. That's impressive. So I am. I'm pretty proud of my progress. I ran an eight and a half minute mile this morning just for you know fun. Just ran another one on top of that. Yeah. So yeah. So I have some. I have some new ones for the new year now. I'm oh yeah. So what? Well, we'll get to the. We'll come first to the ones for 2011, then get to uh, to the resolutions for the next year. But uh, all right. So uh, Kevin, how, how your your uh, balls in your court? How do you respond to that? Um, yeah, I probably <laughs> have put on all the weight JC lost. <laughs> <laughs> we just traded. It just transferred right over. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much you. I don't know where you started, JC, but I've I've basically only gained weight in the past year. Um, most of that was grad school, and the rest of it is me just living after grad school. Um, I mean, if if anything is ever going to destroy your health, it is grad school. It is studying That's, all the time. Yes. Yeah, yes. you don't get out enough. You don't get exercise. And mm-hmm. you, you you sit in a tiny little box all day and eat out of vending machines. Yep. For two mm-hmm. to three years. Mm-hmm. You, see, you get very pale. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and and so I'm, I would like to uh, fix some of that, but I'm. I mean, I was I had a benefit in college when I was doing my undergrad in that I walked everywhere. I mm. lived near campus and I walked all across campus all the time. Or bike. And walking's really good for you. I remember that bike you had. Yeah, I had that awesome freaking bike that got stolen. Still yeah. sad about that. Mm. Um, but I weighed significantly less because I was putting in probably at least a mile a day. And even that can make an, an impact on, you know, what how much you weigh, whereas – Right now, I'm eating just as bad as I did then and not exercising ever. Ooh. Well, it's, I mean, cool that you've talked about that, but actually I was, I was more referring to the, uh, the staple resolutions that he put on. <laughs> of course, you wouldn't always be able to anticipate me, Kevin. Damn you. Uh-huh. Um, so, you've been doing this too long. Again, for those of y'all who have listened to the show in the past, you may remember that, uh, that Kevin always has the same three predictions uh, every year. And resolutions. Those, or resolutions. <laughs> Does not have the same thing. <laughs> that would be funny. It's like this year for sure. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, the same three resolutions, um, and those would be. Those would be uh, grow a beard, mm-hmm. don't explode, and eat less salad. And what happened in 2011? Uh, I ate probably four salads, which is probably four more than I ate in 2010. Oh, I could strangle you. You were you so could. weak. Um, but the, the, the fact is I ate those salads in, in some vain attempt to counteract all of the weight I put on in grad school. <laughs> Every now and then, particularly I, when I was um, – I'd be you know sitting in my office – in the middle of the day, I'm like, well, I guess I should go eat something. Mm. And I'd go across the little quad to the thing that was kind of like a student union building, only smaller. And I'd be like, well, I could go eat the pizza or the um, the Clinton, which was a pizza and a hamburger smashed together. Oh, 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 oh it was delicious. Oh. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was absolutely amazing. Oh. But... And and I would eat that on more than occasion. But every now and then I'd feel bad for eating that, and so I'd go buy one of the little pre-boxed salads and would eat it. And mm. it didn't have any effect, and it wasn't okay. very good. But it did lead to me breaking that particular resolution. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, we forgive you. We uh-huh. forgive you. And and I mean, I'm no biologist or anything, but I I, I don't think that four salads counteract. Um, Roughly four months or more of uh, that kind of eating. No, no. Speculation. I I don't think a hundred salads counteract the number of Clintons I ate while I was there. They do count in your favor. They do. (laughs) They do. They do. It's cosmic score sheet. You got your four salads. So it's like it's like light side points. (laughs) (laughs) Although I was fairly successful in in growing a beard, in that uh, towards the end of 2010, I was clean shaven for a very brief period of time. Mm. So I actually had to grow a new beard rather Ah. than just keep what I've had. Right. That's that's good. That's yeah. 
Um, and Simon, did you did you have any uh, any particular resolutions for, for 2011? Uh, yeah, but they all ended in fiery failure. Doom. Okay. Doom. Doom. So you, did you explode? Did did you did you fail one of Kevin's predictions or resolutions? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, and again, those are not synonyms. Brain. Uh, you know, I was, gonna, I was gonna lose weight and start running more, so that way I could have a shorter time when I do my half marathon in November. I actually, mm. ended up a forty-five minute longer time yeah. on my half marathon. Oh, well, uh, hey, you finished. Yeah, <laughs> good on you. Um, I was gonna shoot more film. Uh-huh. I always say I'm gonna shoot more film every year because I prefer film to digital. But well. This year, I'm actually going to do it, though. Okay. And a, a lot of it will be film. your visit here to Austin. You're planning on visiting a few places in town to uh, shoot pictures of statues of things, as, as JC yep. told me. Yes, earlier. there's a giant rooster. There's a giant statue called the Taco Maria. I, I, there's a giant statue <laughs> of a tarantula. I've lived here the majority of my life. I have no idea what he's talking about, ladies and gentlemen. I... I want to see these. I do, too. Uh, if you go on the website, what was the website? It's, find um, those, find those. And one more. So, Dr. Webb, uh, did you do you make your New Year's resolutions? Well, and not sort of officially and formally and all that, but I did intend uh, over the last year to go back to studying Turkish hmm. and also to revive my little bit of high school Russian. And I've made some progress with Russian, but I've completely dropped the ball on Turkish. Ah, but didn't you go to Turkey for like two weeks? <laughs> um, let's see, this last year? Oh no, you went to Kazakhstan. Yeah, I went to Kazakhstan. Right. Where they, speak, they don't speak Turkish. They don't speak Turkish there. No. Yeah, but the Kazakh is closely related to Turkish. So really? Like, yeah. Could you, could you sort of get the gist of some of the things then? And By the end of the two weeks, I started to spot a few words. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, that's good. <laughs> but most everybody speaks Russian, so I actually had a little more luck with that. So. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Hmm. Well, I, I guess um, congratulations on getting back into the Russian then. And now you have something to work on for 2012. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've never really been much of one to make uh, make resolutions myself. Whenever, whenever I've tried that, it's always lasted. It, like, typically what happens to people lasted a month and then just kind of forgetting about it. Yeah. Um, but let's actually move on to the word that I've been so desperately wanting to say, obviously. <laughs> um, our predictions <laughs> for, for 2012. <laughs> um well, since we ended up with you, we'll go back in reverse order then. So, so Dr. Webb, um, I know you don't do this on a regular basis, as you said, so think hard. Yeah, yeah. Year of 2012, non-apocalypse prediction <laughs> for 2012. Number one. Oh, well, this is boring, but I think uh, Obama will be reelected, mm. and the Democrats will gain a little bit in the Senate, but still not enough to override a veto. I mean, override a, what you call it? Uh, uh, filibuster. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, they might or might not get the House of Representatives back. I, don't know. I I definitely agree with you on that. Just taking a look at the uh, at the politics as they stand now, um, all the Republican candidates pitted against Obama, I think, right, will, would lose according to the polls. Right now, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, and it I looks like so. looks like the the sort of uh, Tea Party extreme Republicans are are starting to eat each other and crash and burn. Right, uh-huh. and the, and the one that started it all, ironically enough, Ron Paul, is actually starting to crawl up to the top. <laughs> Except nobody's talking about him still. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, you... win the Iowa caucus, and it'll be Mitt Romney came in second. <laughs> That'll be the headline. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the way that John Stewart um, portrayed that too. I mean, he made and such it's a still good... happening. It's, it's still happening. Still... Yeah. Nobody talks about him, and whenever they whenever they interview him, uh, it's always like, "What do you think of the other candidates? Like, which one would you endorse?" And I'm like, "Me, I want I want Ron Paul to be like me, mother. <laughs> <laughs> I endorse me. I'm running BTW. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, wacky as he is, at least he's he's honest. I mean, yes. he's consistent. He's one of the few politicians who has consistently mm-hmm. voted the same way on all of the major things." For his entire career, yeah, it's an high is impressive. It's extremely and, yeah. and uncharacteristic, and that's why nobody knows what to say about him. Um, <laughs> what's funny though, I, I was browsing Reddit the other day, and uh, they had a, a, a scumbag post from Ron Paul, and it was uh, uh, only sensible candidate uh, running and uh, is a creationist. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, you're right. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, but you know. 
Dr. Webb, you remember back 2007, 2008, when, uh, when there was a little bit of Ron Paul fever, right? We had the lunch discussion. Were you at that one when we talked about Ron Paul? I guess I wasn't. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I totally got behind him, and uh, and I still, I mean, even though I was supporting him at that time, it was it was oddly similar to this this year, this round, because I I knew throughout it that Obama was going to win just from looks mm-hmm. and from rhetoric, um, and that's totally what's going to happen this time. But I just he's good at campaigning. I can only hope that Ron Paul gets the nomination. And we just get to hear a little bit of what he has to say in the debates, and and America gets a little bit broader um, exposure to what he has to say. So that still won't happen. Even if I'm still sounding missed out on the yeah. um, Ron Paul versus Dennis Kucinich race because that would have mm. been the best in the world. <laughs> that would have been dumb. Oh yeah, Paul Kucinich would have definitely carried the ticket. Dennis Kucinich. Oh, ba- Paul. Yeah, Paul well, no, they would have been yeah. against each other. They're in different parties. Well, I know, but I, I wanted them to band together because they're like they're really no. <laughs> Actually, I wanted them to it. slug it out. <laughs> well, they're like really, they're like the awkward no. little brothers of each party that no one takes seriously. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they would have annihilated each other and, and produced a flash of light or something. Yes, they're like they are particle anti, but that's what have, what would have made them so strong together. Uh, whatever, they're like getting on. <laughs> Which, by the way, Dr. Webb, I want to give a special thank you to you for teaching me how to properly pronounce yin-yang. And I just <laughs> don't hear it oftenly, often enough. <laughs> people still say yin-yang. I really want to throttle those people. <laughs> and I cringe every time I hear it. So, <laughs> so props, man. We're in America. We don't know better. <laughs> Word. America. So let's see. Let's go backwards here. Um, do we do Kevin before... How to, well, whatever, Kevin, you're next. You're pre- <laughs> you are the boss. You do this. We were gonna have a plan and a pattern and a system. <laughs> what a no nah, rabbit trail, Kevin. Your predictions for 2012. Uh, 2012. What do I expect to happen this year? Um, maybe what I'd like to see happen, rather than what I expect to see happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're past pilot season for this last year, but here come the summer, it'll be a new time for new pilots, new scripts. I would really like to see a quality spacefaring sci-fi show come about, particularly ah. something that nobody would expect. Not something something new, not based on a previous franchise, although I do love me some Star Trek where I'd love to see it come back. But a, a true space-based series. It doesn't have to be network. I'm okay with cable. <laughs> um, but space-based sci-fi series, because I feel it's something that we've not had... In the same quantity. Or one could argue Battlestar, although I'd argue that Battlestar fell apart towards the end. Well, it towards the second so half. Bad. It fell apart it in season two, man. So yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so that's unfortunate. But um, I would like to, I would, I would just want to see another one because yeah. I like space travel shows. Um, and the last one after Battlestar was Stargate Universe, which, which kind of fizzled more than mm. anything else. So I would like to see something new come of that. And I'm particularly disappointed that having watched all of 10 minutes of the um, unaired, unavailable pilot for 17th Precinct, which was the new Ron Moore show um, about magic cops in a world where science doesn't exist and magic is there instead, which was pretty darn good of what I saw. I was impressed by so um, The only thing I could think of when I heard that word was, was magic cop, magic carp. And then I thought of the Pokemon. <laughs> what? You would think that. And then two episodes in a row that I've talked about Pokemon. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Achievement. So that's what I'd like to see. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm disappointed that 17th Precinct didn't get picked up. Mm. Um, but it couldn't have survived on a network, I'm pretty darn sure. Because yeah. nothing good can survive on a network these no, days. No, that's not true. <laughs> Community's got two and a half seasons. Yeah, and it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's a brief follow-up on our hiatus episode. Community is coming back, um, and they'll be making new episodes. Donald Glover's ready. I haven't heard that. No, Donald Glover's been like, hey, look, we're making episodes. He's been posting about that, so it's going to happen. Um, Yeah, you know, here's a a follow-up on that, Kevin. I would love to see, because the Star Trek uh, reboot has been fantastic, in my opinion, I would love to see J.J. Abrams take his power and make it into a reboot of the of the series, like and the bring original series. Yeah, reboot yeah. like take the, take the characters from the movies and put them into put them into a, a serialized uh, show. I want to see a hundred years after Next Generation. That's what I want. Uh, you want to go farther into the future. I want to go farther into the future. Where okay. where do we go next? What happens after this? 
You, you yeah. can't fit that many lens flares onto a TV screen. <laughs> okay. The audience would be blind. Yeah, especially if it's in 3D. Good God. <laughs> They're coming at me. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, well, I, I can see that. And and I think that really needs to happen. I, I would... What about this? What about a uh, what about a Sorkin uh, written produced? No, Sorkin's Star got a Trek. new show though, and I'm super excited. What is it? Um, I don't know what it's called because <laughs> the title is incredibly stupid. Um, <laughs> at least the tentative title that I saw announced, and I've I've since blocked it out. But it's it's going to be an HBO show, so quality there to begin with. Uh-huh. But it's going and it's got one of the Bridges brothers, maybe Jeff, um, and it's going to be set in the world of cable news. Ooh, okay. And perhaps Jeff Bridges is playing the the charismatic cable news host. So, Sports Night plus West Wing equals cable news on HBO, directed by Aaron Sorkin, or written oh. by Aaron Sorkin. What's oh. not to love? Oh, I'm excited. Oh, I'm super excited. Yeah, super excited about that. And it should be oh. coming out um, in yeah. 2012, so we can yes. talk about that. Yes. Yeah, I found all an right. article about it, but it it does everything but it mentions all of Aaron Sorkin's work, except but, for this new one. But this new project, it's probably on Wikipedia. This is maybe an older article. Cool. All right. Well, thank you, Kevin. Um, IMDb.com always has uh, forthcoming stuff. It's, it, it's got the newsroom, which is listed as a TV movie, huh. but hmm. this is and that's Jeff Daniels. So this may be the thing, although. I'm. It's not a TV movie. It's a series. So I don't know why it's listed as that, unless something changed. Yeah. And the newsroom is better than the previous title that I saw it listed as because it was an incredibly long name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to see come back. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this. It was Century City. It was a. Uh, I think yes, it I remember it. One season. Yeah, it was a law firm in the future, mm-hmm. and sort of dealing with legal questions that would arise from from newer technologies. Hmm. So, you know, can a guy uh, who clones himself uh, leave all his property to his clone as if it was his son, but it's really him? And I mean, there's, <laughs> there's all sorts of weird stuff like that. Yeah. That oh, was a neat cool. show. It did, did not oh. last. What, when was it? Oh, gosh, when was it? I don't know. Uh, uh, early 2000s. Hmm. Yeah. Hector Elizondo was like the senior partner of the firm. That is neat. Yeah, oh was, man, I gotta go back and see that. How many? I'm how sure long it's on last? DVD. It does not exist on DVD. It does sure. not really. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. Far. What was it called again? Century, Century City. City. Century City. I'll see if I can torrent it. Maybe. Wow. Uh, so, 2004 uh, is when it came out. Cool. Well, Simon, how about you, man? Uh, predictions for 2011. Uh, or 2012. Nope. Um, <laughs> that would be an easy one. <laughs> That's well, what we call cheating. <laughs> it's okay, I can barely remember this afternoon. So. <laughs> He's only had half a beer, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> almost a whole beer. All right, two-thirds of a beer. Yeah. Two-thirds. You <laughs> suck at math. <laughs> what? That's my prediction for that 2012. That is a good guesstimation of what is in that math. bottle. Continue. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what 2012 you cannot, is going to be. All right, we'll come back I to know, you. I know film, uh, uh, Fuji just announced that they're dropping uh, some of their film production. Mm. I think that's going to go by the wayside, and I'm hoping that other projects like The Impossible Project will pick them up. Impossible mm. Project took over Polaroid, Polaroid. Polaroid's old factories. Basically have their own production line, have their own films coming out. They're okay, they're not great. Hmm. So um, it's not the same quality? Yeah, because they don't have the formulas. Oh. So, so Ilf- they got the factory but not the formula. Yeah, oh. so Ilford and other companies have stepped up and kind of donated their technology to them. Hmm. So it kind of works, but it's not 100%. So I'm thinking 2012 we're going to see a rise in smaller... In, in vintage smaller, photography? A, a vintage photography from smaller firms. Okay. I would argue we've already seen that. I mean, there's there's such a... There's such a boost in that, at least among hipster culture. Maybe my, my view is distorted because I live in Austin, but um, you would love the amount of, of vintage photography support that there is here well, um, That's actually where we're going tomorrow. We're going to the Lomography store, uh huh, uh-huh. which so, just opened here last month. Hmm. Well, and there's an appreciation for like the look of vintage photography through things like Instagram, hipstamatic. Um, there's, I mean, photo filtering is almost obligatory for any social photography app now. Like, it just, um, 
Oink, which is uh, Kevin Rose's latest uh, effort, just has, I mean, whenever you take pictures of whatever, it's, it's got a few filters for you to do, just built into the app by default. Yeah. So, And that's more to do with, you know, it's nostalgia. It's, mm. it's what you grew up with. You grew up with kind of these grainy, slightly soft focus photos. Mm-hmm. And you look at, at digital and it's all about being crisp and sharp and perfect colors and... Yeah, except it's, it's people, use, people still don't have an appreciation for how to do good photography on these digital devices. <laughs> and I think that there's a lot that you can learn in just about framing and about color, composition, etc. And, and you can do good photos on, in, in the digital medium that don't look, that, mm-hmm. that look like good photographs. But, I don't know. Um, okay, so your prediction is just a rise in, in vintage photography support, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. JC? I've been making a list. Oh my god! Checking it twice. <laughs> to find out I like lists. I'm strategic. Nice, okay. At least you're thinking. <laughs> I do that sometimes. The rest of us are just zoning out while other people are talking. Whoa, man! All right. Yeah. Uh, Go for it. My first one. There will be more rain in Texas. Sweet. I hope you're right. A weather that prediction. Would be wonderful. I don't. <laughs> Novel. You know what? We got so little, it's more than likely that we will get at least a little more. Uh, but this speaks to Kevin's point, right? Now you're making a prediction based on the past, so... Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just putting it in context. Next. Uh, okay. Next. Um, uh, this is one most of y'all not care about. Uh, I think that the new television show Smash will draw away a lot of older Glee fans. Whoa, 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 we've got another song about people singing? Another song? Sure. Another yes, show there's about- another show. But here's the thing. There's less music and more story. Okay. Because it's about theater, so it just it's incidental in that it has music. Mm-hmm. Because they're theater. Yeah, they're, they're making a musical yeah, about Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but their sites squarely on the Glee audience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they started production on this, like, about... Ooh. Was it two... Two years ago, really? it, was, it, was, during, it must have been during Glee's good season. So it was, it was, it was during Glee's original season when NBC first started talking about it, and mm. like they started casting calls. So I mean, they've been in the process for a long time, and they have like all these like crazy people on board for it. Wait, so so did they just they spent two years filming episodes? No, or? no, no, no. Like that's from their first conception of the idea. Yeah. Gotcha. And so it's building now, a production it's team, building, building a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing that worries me about it, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, because I haven't seen any of it, and it could be really good. Have you seen but, the trailer? Yes. Okay. I've seen the trailer. The premise is seems to be it's sort of these two different sorts of women are competing for the same spot in this Maryland musical that's being produced. And that could be interesting. But I really don't want them to string us along for the entire season with them both going into rehearsals and we just couldn't decide and now you're both vying for the part and we won't know till opening night in the season finale who's going to actually win because that just seems <laughs> that takes too to long me. and then also I'm, I'm concerned about where they're going to go with it like yes. okay finally somebody gets the part okay what do we do now <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm so, a little concerned about whether or not the premise has legs. Yeah, right? but I think it, I think at least for a season, it will it'll draw away a lot of older people since it seems like it's going to be a little more dramatic and a little less high school soap opera. Uh, I'm willing to try it, and they're putting it post Super Bowl, which is certainly a uh, Ooh, bold, a big uh, move. Yeah, we'll see. Side note, Kevin, did you see the the last episode of Community? Uh, the Glee episode of Community? Yeah, did, did that One of the s- best episodes of the year. Oh, I thought it sucked, man. Uh, you're wrong. Oh, You're I probably it, wrong because you haven't been watching Glee for a while. That would be it. I mean, but I, you're because wrong. he's a man. I kind of fig- I mean, I, I figured a lot of the references they were making were anti-Glee. It, or, was or, the most, it was the most barbed satire of Glee I've ever seen. Okay. But this is one of the issues that we talked about back when we talked about Community, is the show's inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, I don't want to go too much into right now, but that's an issue that needs to be dealt with. Doesn't need, doesn't need to be dealt with, but keeps community from being one of the best shows of all time. Hmm. But I thought the episode was absolutely fantastic. Okay, well, maybe you'll have to explain why. Because, <laughs> well, and it probably was. You're right, because I had never seen Glee, so I was like, uh, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, um, let's see. Who is it? Just me? 
Am I the only yes. one left? Ooh. Oh, can I can I say? Oh no, you have I'm more. Really yeah. fast. Go for it. I have a long list, but I'm gonna say them really <laughs> fast. Um, gingers will not die out. Thank you, Simon. Mm. Um, I'm gonna see a lot more annoying baby pictures on people's Facebook timelines. Oh, yes. Oh. I'm going to break my new droid screen at least once. Um, mm. I, I put some Tony Award nominee things, but I think only Kevin would care about that. Mm-hmm. I do care. Go for it. Um, Tony Award nominees for Best New Musical. Lissa Strata-Jones, Once, Newsies, and Bonnie and Clyde. They made Once into a stage musical? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a pretty that typical lineup Steven thing. is snoring. That's fine. Oh, wow. um, I get hit it with a bottle cap. Oh, God, I, think, I think Godspell's got a, got a good chance at winning for Best Revival. I'm still talking about Wow. Since it's the, it's the first time that they brought the revival, they've had a revival of Godspell on Broadway mm. since it came out. And also, yeah. Stephen Schwartz came in and redid music for it. So yeah, I think they'll be like, oh, we love well, you. Well, when you've got revival. Stephen Schwartz, how can you what lose? Yeah. Um, and then. Wait, what? What? Redid the music? What? 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 Probably reorchestrated it. Yeah, they they re, they. I think they retooled some things like orchestrations, and I don't know if they changed any like lyric stuff or not. But I know that they actually like brought him in, and they've they've got a new cast recording out of all the new stuff. So I just got my email telling me that my pre-order shipped today. Oh boy! And then my last big thing, I think YouTube is going to be. Huge this year because of all the channels that they're launching really? with their content. Because this year is when they are launching all of the channels from in-house production, and then also they've got a huge list of other people that are coming in and creating content for them. Like I mean, like big name music and TV and so film people. Like YouTube is doing content production at YouTube? Yes. Mm-hmm. They bought Whoa. Next New Networks um, mm-hmm. based out of New York. They have been doing a lot of content. Like if you've ever seen a lot of the parody songs for, from the Key of Awesome, or they, uh-huh. it was originally Barely Political. They did yeah. like Obama Girl way back then. I mean, they, they grew and YouTube bought Next New Networks. And then they've kind of been building from there. And now they're doing in-house production. And they've, they've got their own stuff. Like I said, they've got other people from outside that are doing stuff. And then they've got other people, other studios that have been created that make YouTube content that are now becoming partners with them. And, I mean, they've given millions of dollars to these YouTube studios to start creating these contents. And they're going to start pushing channels now. That, that sounds like it would be a fun place to work. Because you've got to have you've got to have a prop house that supports being able to create memes, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you've got like, to yeah. have the the ability to do stuff really dynamically there. So if, just... if I can add a, a caveat to that uh, prediction, because I'm all in favor of it, um, I'm I'm cool with YouTube taking off as a news content provider because more content providers can't be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. However. With the caveat of if Stop Online Piracy Act passes, there is a strong chance that YouTube won't exist in a year. Yeah, that, but see, Google won't let that happen. Thankfully, yeah. Google has a lot of no, money invested No, because it, in it, it, so. you, they will, it will be shut down first, and then they'll have to fight it later. That's how it works. I, dude, Obama is going to veto SOPA if it makes it that far. I don't I, think so. We can hope. Mm, Obama hasn't vetoed I'll, anything. If he doesn't, then the 2012 election is going to get real. Because <laughs> no, like, no, everybody no on the internet is going to vote for, for not him. <laughs> not enough people care about SOPA. Mm. Not enough people know really, about it. They're really apathetic towards it. Yeah, It's all over Reddit, though. I mean, yeah, that's, but that's a very that's small thing. It's all over Reddit. That doesn't mean everybody knows about the other it. Day, I was at the gym the working USA out. Today, we'll talk. Yeah, I saw I saw an ad on TV while I was working out at the gym that was actually in promoting, promoting SOPA. Yeah, yes, that's because guess who controls the TV ads? The people who are in favor yep. of it. Yep. Freaking and a. so the the modern consumers that are sitting at home watching their TV and they're not on Reddit, they're not on the internet, you know, twenty four seven. They're not they're not seeing all the the bad of SOPA. They're well, just seeing that. TV but what commercial. would they have done otherwise, right? Like the fact. So, so are those ads for the people who happen to have heard about it in a negative context? It's no, just like to squash them having it. any sort of. It's it's to keep them from doing something, right? Yeah. It's not to change what they would have done. Well, okay, you to, call it the Stop Online Piracy Act, and that sounds like a good thing. I want to stop like, online piracy, just like the Patriot Act, right? Yes, <laughs> I'm a patriot. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, so, it's no, like I, no child left behind. I don't want to leave a child behind. <laughs> yeah, it's all about naming. Oh God, Wh- who was it? Uh, it was all about the rectification of names, Doctor Webb. 
Confucius. Confucius. Yeah, yeah man. The first obligations of a ruler. Oh. Start telling the truth about what people are doing by naming them accordingly. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why Confucius died without having uh, achieved his goal of uh, getting a ruler to do what he wanted to do. Yep. Because <laughs> they were all like, um, actually, we know exactly what you're talking about, and we intentionally do the opposite. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> just FYI, dude. <laughs> and Confucius was like, "No, man, everything will be better and stuff." And no, didn't happen. Yeah. Why am I? Why? Why has Confucius become a, a hippie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I That's a sitcom we need. <laughs> Confucius and the hippie. <laughs> Wow. Okay, well, unless you have any more, JC. No, I finished my list, Stephen. You take your turn. I I actually have some very modest, a a very modest prediction for for 2012. It will be a lot like 2011. And this, okay, very modest. modest. No, no, no. And I have I have an argument to back this up. There's a really good article in Vanity Fair that um, made a strong argument for the kind of lethargic uh, nature of society recently, especially in the last last 10 years or so. How we, Simon, for instance, your prediction is that something from the past will become popular again, right? So that, I think, speaks to a, a cultural trend. I mean, look nostalgia. at the... Nostalgia? Look at nostalgia. Look at the clothes from now and then 15 years ago. Not a huge difference. Not a huge difference at all. Look at, look at the, the types of television that we enjoy now versus 10, 15 years ago. Day no. glow. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, Kevin. <laughs> Why does everybody get this but me? <laughs> You're cute. Uh, You're anyways, to, to finish the thought, um, we do seem to be in this kind of loop of nostalgia where we, we're, we're going back to the things that have made us happy again. Remaking movies. We're, we're bringing back you know, vintage photography. We're bringing back the clothes from the past and doing the same styles and everything. We've, we've, we're even doing the retro cars. I mean, every retro is what we're into right now. And it's like we're, we're in this state of, um, and not to coin a phrase, I think it describes it perfectly, arrested development. Right, we're just we're stopped, we're paused, we're we're co- we're going over the same stuff over and over and over again. We're going to reelect Obama, right? Because well, he wasn't that bad, <laughs> and four more years of nothing is fine, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I I think we're not going to see a lot of big innovations in, in 2012. You know, the world's not going to end, but you know, it's not going to move forward that much faster either. And I know that's kind of a downer note in the episode on, but... Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm a realist at heart, and sometimes somebody's just got to come out and say it. So um, says the Apple boy who but... last, you know, Apple product was... Yeah, well, whatever. Big no, I think, well, the technology sector is, like, one of the few places that things are advancing really rapidly. And the, the guy made the argument in this in this article that the rest of society's stagnation is because technology is overwhelming us or something like that. That like we're moving so fast in technology that we can't handle innovation anywhere else. And I, I didn't quite agree with that uh, notion, but I think technology is one of the few places that that will happen. But, you know, still we're seeing, look at the, you look at Apple's release cycle, right? We waited an extra few months for the 4S, right? We kind of, we kind of stretched that out a little bit. Um, I, I can say we. I work for the company, so I can say we. <laughs> uh, even though it wasn't my decision directly, um, but you know, it's incremental improvements. That, Simon is trying to post penis on Facebook on my iPhone, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen, Simon. Maybe in twenty twelve. <laughs> so my prediction for twenty twelve, <laughs> Simon is going to post something really compromising on my Facebook profile. <laughs> Right, Simon? That's right. Okay. Oh, maybe it happened in 2011. <laughs> it didn't happen, and, and it won't. We've got two more days. <laughs> One more day, really. And I will make sure that it doesn't. But, uh, all right. I mean, okay, so that's that's a little bit negative. Anybody got a counterexample? Anybody, anybody want to maybe say no? I don't know. I'd say that we've had some fantastic um, films come out in the last 10 years. I'd say we have some fantastic TV shows come out in the last 10 years. The okay. Wire came out between... 
in basically in in the decade of the noughties. Mm. Um, a lot of great films have come out. A lot of independent films have come out. A lot of um, well, some really interesting theater has happened in the last ten years. So I, is, I think I it's happening. I don't think it's being noticed necessarily in mm. the same way. I, I definitely agree with you there. Film has gotten a crap ton better in the last ten years. I mean, g- going back and looking at even even Saving Private Ryan, which was one of the best films of the the turn of the last century, it it still had a little bit to be desired. I mean, th- we have we have come a long way, and it's I think the gimmick of three D. Oh, here, okay. So second prediction. 3D is going to end its latest cycle of popularity. <laughs> Not in the, 2012. Avengers it, is coming out. Yeah, but uh-huh. the new thing, the new thing, like, so 3D, it's not that 3D will go away, but it's just sort of, it's kind of settled in as something that you, that it's acceptable to do occasionally. The next thing is going to be high frame rate cinema. And that's going to start with The Hobbit at the end of the year. That's in 3D. In 3D and 48 frames per second. That's going to be the big new one, right? So high frame rate cinema, and that's a, that's it. Forty eight versus twenty four. Forty eight versus twenty four. That's it. Forty eight is not as pretty change. as twenty four. That's yeah. twice as much. That's twice as much. It looks much. <laughs> it looks weird, right? High frame rate looks weird. It's, right now, it's, it's kind of built in as a as a pseudo function on a lot of TVs. I know you y'all have seen this. Where it, where it like it adds frames in between, so it looks it makes movies look like TV. I've not or, seen this. Or home I don't videos. know what we're talking about. You don't know what we're talking about. Look, I've lost you both. Go into a Best Buy and watch the TVs, and you'll know what I mean. Like you'll see movies play, and they will just look strange. They will look like video games. Mm-hmm. But I think Lord of the Rings is going to be the first film to do it well. The and Hobbit. The Hobbit. Sorry. <laughs> I think The Hobbit is going to be the first film to do it right, and people are going to go, "Holy crap! This actually has legs." Just like it, it's going to be for for high frame rate, what Avatar was for 3D. That's my prediction. Which, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> why are you disappointed about that, Simon? You don't you don't like high frame rate, do you? Oh, I don't like high frame rate, but because I, I, I the 24 frames is just it's beautiful looking. I agree, um, and it's not that. But again, like 3D, I think we'll we'll settle into a nice balance. Like so we're also seeing a lot less film. We're seeing a lot more digital, which yeah. doesn't have a frame rate at all. Well, it's it arbitrarily tied to 24, though. Yeah, because that's what film has been. But yeah. I, I think so. Some films will still be produced at 24 frames per oh, second, just will. like some films will. It doesn't make sense to do that. I, in I'm 3D. not a huge fan of 3D. Number one, because it gives me a headache. Number two, because it's mostly cheesy. But some films do it right. A very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas did it right because it was exactly <laughs> what you expected it to be. You are kidding. Really? That is it? <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. You, you somehow I, managed to, to miss this, Dr. Webb? I did. I did. Of course, I missed the, uh, the Star Wars Christmas special, too. So You know, I saw yeah. that on YouTube the other day, and um, why? Why does that exist? Because we need to have something for Rift Tracks to be the best at. Right. <laughs> I mean, the first 15 minutes of it is Wookiees talking to each other. There's no people to, like, interact with. It's just Wookiees speaking Wookiee-ish. With subtitles? To each other. No, no, no subtitles. No subtitles. They're just, just talking to each other. So it's like this. <laughs> For 15 minutes straight, it's it should not happen. <laughs> oh, that's Dayglow. And 15 minutes later, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I, I just noticed you posted two links in here, Kevin. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I, I I think that's a that's a good set of predictions. And what I'm going to do to save myself some effort next year is that while I'm editing this episode, I'm going to pull out the clips of us doing predictions now, <laughs> so that next year I'll just be like, oh hey, look, there they are. All of them. All right. Uh, well, thank you all for coming on the show tonight. I think this has been uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, we wish you all the, the best in uh, in twenty twelve, of course. Um, so, Simon, uh, thank you for, for coming on the show. Uh, we I look forward to another couple days with you here, doing some fun stuff around Austin. Uh, where can people find you on the interwebs in the, in the next year? Uh, Twitter dot com slash Lanier mm-hmm. uh, or SimonPotter dot net or and I'll, I'll send you the link for this. Mm. Uh, this book just came out. One of my photos is in it. It's a, <gasps> it's a fundraiser for Toys for Tots, uh, ah. specifically the people of Joplin, Missouri. The book is called? Uh, Play. 
Exclamation point. Yes, exclamation point. Um, I'll send you the affiliate link because they get more money to Toys for Tots that way. Okay. So. We'll uh, we'll put that in the show notes, of course. Um, JC, thanks for coming on the show once Very again. Uh, we really appreciate your presence here. So where can people find you on the interwebs? Well, the easiest way is to find me on Twitter, J-A-C-I-E-87, J-C-87. And also, um, I have started blogging, mm. and I'm going to be writing about my New Year's resolutions this year. Ah, so, very, very um, appropriate. Way to go. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's awesome. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to be doing a lot of running this year, and it's going to culminate in me running in at least five 5Ks and one half marathon wow, at the end of the year. that's like 25K. I know, it's wow. so many. But I will be doing it's that. Um, it's so easy to find me. It's my name. JC, J-A-C-I-E, hood, H-O-O-D, dot wordpress, dot com. Cool. So I'll right. be doing that. Fist bump. Boom. Or Tara's fist jab, if you prefer. So, Terrorism. Kevin Saunders, thank you for yeah. coming on the show again, man. I, I look forward to seeing you back here uh, in person for the next episode. Sure. <laughs> you, you actually don't have a choice. I'm, I'm going to make you. Okay. Although we should have the next one at, at your place because uh, I think uh, I think you probably have a more comfortable couch. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and now you have a new computer, yeah. so you got to. I do. Gotta I have a fancy off. new computer. It's mm-hmm. black. Cool. Also, it's fancy. <laughs> and it can run Skyrim, which Ooh. I've been playing a lot of. Oh yeah, you mentioned last week you were going to get that. So uh-huh. you've been liking it. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Are we interrupting you playing Skyrim? Dr. Webb. Right no, it's cool. I actually haven't played much today. Today I kind of took some time off ah, good. and played other games on Steam. <laughs> and Dr. Webb, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Oh, it's my great pleasure. We'll, we'll try not to, uh, the, the next time we have you on, we'll try not to have to go through the, uh, the contact <laughs> at the philosophy department. <laughs> I'll try to stay hooked in. It, you know, it's hard to get my K-Pro to uh, connect up with my modem. Mm. Yeah, um, so your bandwidth is surprisingly clear. It must be, uh, must be just yeah, rocking right like, now. I got it up to like 1,200 baud. So, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go answer the door. Pause. It's a pizza. It's a pizza. Maybe. You got me a pizza? Maybe? Yep. You delivered it to the wrong house. Well, deal with it. <laughs> it's a pizza at the door. Okay, so, uh, Dr. Webb, where can people find you on the interwebs? Well, uh, I, I don't have a big presence, but there's my webpage, uh, the TTU webpage. I'll try to keep it uh, updated. And uh, watch for my book, forthcoming book. Oh, yeah, it's finally Ooh. happening. Yeah, it's a comparative doxastic practice epistemology of religious experience. Oh. I'm putting that on my TBR list. I, I actually participated in the, uh, in the formation of this book in a small way. Uh, had a, um, I guess I audited? No, I didn't audit. I, I did as a, what did they call it? Independent study. I did. I did an independent study of uh, Dr. Webb's graduate class on as he was forming this book. So that's right. That's yeah. right. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it's going to be a motion picture. So oh, right, directed that's by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> Lens flares in three D, yep. forty eight frames per second. <laughs> it's going to bring philosophy to the masses, y'all. That's my prediction for twenty thirteen. Right, <laughs> filming this fall. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. All of y'all, thank you for coming on the show. And thank you, our listeners, for listening and for sticking with us throughout another year. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. In in 2012, we're probably going to have... So my predictions for the show, we're going to have some more audio problems. We'll occasionally be on video, and the website will probably stay about the same. We'll see you next year on Bad Philosophy. Here comes a jackpot, a question in advance. What are you doing, New Year's, New Year's Eve? Really? I'm waiting really? For Dr. You DM me just the word penis. <laughs> I swear, we would have a fantastic book if somebody ever just took all of our DMs from Twitter and put them together. It'd be the most ridiculous, nonsensical thing, but absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Maybe it's much too early in the game. Ah, but I Oh, it's one one one, and it's the end of 2011. We've got to say something about that, potentially. You just did.
<laughs> God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> In the dictionary, like if if you look up definition in the dictionary, does it just say this is a definition? Like <laughs> that's good because it should, right? It should. <laughs> what more do you need? Yes. It should say C definition. <laughs> Philosophy.com. You know, somehow I've managed to avoid all of this, and I'm okay with that. <laughs>